morning we're going to make some music and we'll make some doing and uh, we'll make things quite simple. Don't you want to live life simple? Life? Uh, think about Mr. Einstein. He seemed to be very complicated, very intelligent, yet complicated. He can solve a lot of complicated stuff. There's full of a lot of things. Certainly doesn't look like a man who is really simple. But Abel Einstein is not famous, is not only famous for his many inventions. He is famous for asking lots of questions, not only to others, but to himself as well. He has lots of why, why, why questions. Why does this water boil? Why sky blue? Why is this guy saying what he's saying? I just made that one up. And then he had ability to condense every question into a simple question that he can focus and tackle. When asked how he was able to come up with so many inventions, this is what he said. If I had an hour to solve a problem, I would spend the first 55 minutes determining the proper question. I have one hour to solve a problem, then this genius guy will spend 55 minutes trying to ask the proper and the right questions. And regarding the simplicity, this amazing man said, everything should be made as simple as possible but not simpler. Everything should be condensed, made as simple as possible. If you want to be a successful in anything that you do, first we need to be able to ask the right question. You see, it's not always about getting the right answer. It's about asking the right question. There is a story in the Bible, and one of the disciples asked Jesus a question. Some of you may say, well, this is a pretty stupid question, if you really don't know the story. Everything in the Bible is so special. It has special meaning. And Jesus made it so simple in his answer. But here's the question first. Disciples came down and asked Jesus this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? We've got all this. I think this one of the disciples is an amazing guy too. It's like Albert Einstein. I don't think it's a dumb question. We got all this. I can't memorize it. I can't study day and night. I can't observe enough. What does all mean? What is the essence of this? Where did all this law and prophets come from? You have to remember, the Bible 
is God breathed. It means it's more than just God's inspiration. The meaning behind God breathed means it's got life to it. When God created heaven and earth, he used the same language, same phrase. From the dust, God breathed and the life was created. When Bible describes about all scripture is God breathed, that means it's a living. There's nothing dumb about any question any disciples ask. But fact of the matter is it's in the Bible has amazing significance. So what was God doing with the answer? What was Jesus doing in making this particular disciple to ask this question? What was he doing? Well, let's look at what Jesus replied first. Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your hearts and with all your souls and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Today, we're going to focus on verse 40. All the law and the prophet hang on these two commandments. Our God, our Jesus, the narrow, the vast teaching that is contained in the Bible, the vastness of God's essence narrowed down to one command, and it's about love. God and Jesus simplified it. God has a mind of simplicity. Einstein, we may think he's amazingly brilliant and smart. His Makeup was all about simplicity. Keep it simple, says God. God condenses. He has the ability to condense everything in one word. It's love, stupid. It's a love. And he kept it very simple. I often speak about the intent of the speed limit. And the speed limit, the law of the speed limit, is not about the actual number like 25 miles per hour speed limit, 35, 45, 55. It's not about that at all, which we think it's all about that. You see, speed limit is about safety. It's a simple. It's very concise. All those laws about speed limits out there, slow down. Don't go too slow in the highways. Speed, minimum speed being 45, whatever it is. All those things are designed one thing, and that's safety of our lives. Not only to the drivers, but people around the car. That was the intent. 
Remember the word simple? I want you to remember the word simple. And last week we talked about how we can make our dreams to come true. And if you look, and we study the Bible saying how Jesus is telling us how to be successful in our lives. And that is not to describe your dream with a noun, but describe it with a verb. Because there's nothing in the Bible that says if you ask uh, Jesus, hey, Jesus, when he was a teenager, what do you want to be when you grow up? There's no one in the Bible that records, when I grow up, I'm going to be a Messiah. When I grow up, I'm going to be the king. There's no such a record. But there's a plenty, a plenty of the record of teaching where Jesus says his desire, his dream using verb. What was his verb? He simply came to save. The verb causes one to go in action. Want to move, want to want to do something. John 13, 17, now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. If you describe your dreams with the noun, it's hard to do them. If you want to be a doctor, say you want to, instead of saying I want to be a doctor, say that I want to heal people. If you want to be artists, instead of saying I want to be artists, I want to inspire people. I told you my dream, I'll tell, tell you again. Ever since I was young, maybe three, four years old, I always wanted to be a pilot. I did not become a pilot. I did not become a commercial pilot, but I became a different kind of a pilot. What do pilots do? They carry people. Carry is the word. Carry is the verb. They cause one to an action, to do something. If your dream is to carry, if your dream is to carry people, God is going to open all kinds of doors. Yes, I could have become a pilot to carry people. Yes, I could have become an executive of delivery company carrying people's good. I could be a newscaster carrying the good news for the people. I could be a pastor carrying people, the gospel. Today, I'm doing all of them. You see, I put everything down in that simplicity. People say, how do you do all that? How do you juggle business, pastoral work, government work, biblical seminary? How do you do all that? I simply carry. It doesn't matter what I carry. I just carry it. Carry people, carry gospel, carry good, carry good news. It's so simple to me. Back to Jesus. How did he live out? He described who he was by saying, I came to save. He didn't say, I'm here and I am a Messiah. 
that I'm a king. He never said those things. He may have acknowledged it when asked. But he always said, I came here to save. We can spend hours and hours studying about his teachings. At the end, it's all about one simple purpose, one simple intent to save lives. That's Jesus. His intent, his purpose is to bring us back, to save us. Keep it simple. To make your dream come true, to live a rewarding life, to earn the trust from people around you, and to give and love the people around you, you need to keep it simple and do one thing very well. Yes, one thing. I don't do business. I don't do church. I don't do government work. I do one thing, and I do one thing well. And that's what we will continue to study this morning. Psalm 119, 130 says, The unfolding of your words give lights. Yes, we know that. This Bible, when you unfold it, read it, it gives light. But you know what it's supposed to do? It's not to make it complicated. It's to give understanding to the simple, to the simple people. It's supposed to be simple. Scholars love to make it complicated so they can only understand. No, 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 no. Good scholars, good teachers, good mentors make it simple. And God warns us about those people who want to make it this thing so complicated. 2 Corinthians 3, 11.3. 2 Corinthians 11.3 clearly says, But I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve for Eve by his craftiness, so your mind may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. In Christ, there is simplicity. So we just make it too complicated. Tell each other, hey, make it simple. What's your point? Make it simple. The gospel of Jesus is of the love of God. That's it. And he wants us to, he wants to take us back. Do I need to know all the laws and the prophets? Yes. But what's more important is to understand the intent, where it all came from. Jesus simply said, everything you need to know is in this one thing. That everything hangs on this one command. And even Paul, Apostle Paul, he got it. In Colossians 5, verse 13 through 15, Paul is talking to his people. He says exactly the same thing. Hey, you, my brothers, we were called to be free. We can do anything we want. We are free. 
But do not use your freedom to indulge in sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. Verse 14. The entire law is summed up in a single command, and that is love your neighbor as yourself. That is the essence of the Bible. It is essence in which we are to believe in God. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, watch out or you will be destroyed by each other. The essence is to love. Yesterday was a good day for me when I was watching a TV. I was watching the new President Trump's rally at Florida. Before he came up, Milana came up to introduce the President of the United States. This is what she did. She comes up to the podium and says, let us pray. And she prayed, decided the entire Lord's Prayer from beginning to the end. And then she said, Ever since I became the First Lady, I've been getting lots and lots of amazing criticism. I love this country. I love you. Whether you hate me, whether you protest against me, whether you do whatever you do, I still love you. That was a good day for America. This is the foundation of everything in the scripture. And is completely in line with the premise that God is love. And all the laws and the prophets are the derivatives from one simple truth God is love. Out of this love, he created us. Out of this love, he gave us the freedom. Out of his love, he gave us the law and the prophets. Out of his love, he sent his son. Out of his love, he had his son die on the cross. Out of his love, he forgave us. Out of his love, he's taking us back. Out of his love, he's always out there singing and making music for us. The success is in doing one thing well, just like our Lord Jesus. And don't make things complicated. God says to keep it simple. Bible is not all about do this and don't do that. It's all about doing one thing well. It is all about making it simple so that a simple man can understand because it's all about love. So let's look at, let's have a little fun. Let's look at those who took the advice and are doing well for themselves. 
Let's look at some of these successful companies, how they were able to do well and be successful. Remember, verb and simplicity. Simplicity, doing one thing well. Lego, they do one thing well. Play on, that's their tagline. Everything about them, their employees and the people when they buy Lego, it's about playing. Just make sure everybody keeps on playing with it. Sony is all about make-believe. We want to make sure people, when they watch this, they are believing in what they see. Visa does one thing well. They are making sure that they are everywhere for people. It's everywhere you want to be. Energizer, they do one thing well. Keeps on going and going and going. You see, this message isn't just about the product. It's the atmosphere that are created in their companies. It is atmosphere they're creating for the people who are going to come or the people who are going to buy their products, their services. Google, I was so shocked when I found this one out. They do one thing well, stay away from evil. That says a lot. That says huge. They have 54,000 employees. And they go by this. One thing that we will do is we will not do evil. That means they're going to love one another. They want to make sure that whatever product, service they produce, it's going to be a good thing, it's the right thing, never about evil, not, never about bad. We will not, we will not misrepresent. That's one thing they want to do well, and they do well. Volkswagen, think small. Is it like, come on, what are you talking about? The one thing they do well is making small cars. That's where their focus is. Plus, when you have tech line, when you have essence like that, you in the office, in the company, they are looking at the small details. Because small details matters to them. They do one thing well. Reebok, I am what I am. When you wear that sneaker, you're going to stand tall. You are going to be somebody. I wonder whether they got that phrase. I am what I am. There's something very similar in the Bible, right? I am that I am. It's not it's all false that they just got this. They all got it from this, I believe. Don't do evil. Where do they got that from? Diesel. Love this one. Be stupid. So when you come to these diesel, they, are, they make clothing, okay? It's not like diesel oil. They make clothing. They're... One, they, one thing they do well is be stupid. I want to be stupid. You know why they do that? Because they are saying, if you're stupid, you're very creative. They said, if you are smart, you listen to your brain. 
If you're stupid, you listen to your heart. And that's the atmosphere they're creating. And that's why they're coming up with all kinds of stupid ideas that becomes a sensation. No products they make. Disney, everybody knows Disney, right? They do one thing well, is to please people. The happiest place on earth. That's what they do well. In order for them to create a happiest place on earth, everything, all their laws and all their uh, regulation is condensed into that one thing. Just like Jesus is to save, just like Jesus is to save, Disney is to make people happy. Now, a little bit of exercise for you guys. If God was a corporation like that, if God was a corporation, what would it look like? Now, the first time he's continued to create. He gives. He gave his son, and he still loves to give. He rewards and he reprimands. Why does he do all that? Because he is love. When you love, this is what you do. You make things, you give things, you create things, you reward things, you reprimand them. You sacrifice. That's what the law and the prophet is, the essence. But the simple thing is the word love. So I played uh, with, but I'm sure you can have different ideas. Come up with a two. If, you, if God was a corporation, what would be the potential tagline? If you're focused, and the first one we command is to love your God with all your heart and all your souls, all mine. Well, I thought maybe God, I am that I am. Next slide. That's what it would be. But God is not only focused about him, it's about people. So if you go into the God's corporation, the people are supposed to be feeling the love. Happiest place, Disney, if you come to God feeling the love. That will be his tagline. Something that's just simple. God is love. Feeling the love. Why don't you come? Instead of McDonald's, go to God's corporation. You will feel the love. Because McDonald's says, I'm loving it. That's their tagline. So God has competition. Should I go to I'm loving it place or should I go to feeling the love? You get the point. If Jesus was a corporation, how would he have narrowed his essence into one simple term? Taking the cue that Jesus said, I came to save. I thought maybe new again. How about new again? If you come to Jesus, I'm new again. All the time, I'm new again. I think I might go buy the service or product. I was going new again. I just said yesterday, I'm going new again. Oh, but there's the, uh, the, just an hour ago, go there, I'm new again. That's a pretty nice little tagline that we can deal with. Or, I'm with you always. I would love to go to a place 
the Samban says, I'm with you always. Don't worry, I'm with you always. Now the big question is this. What is one thing you do well? And what is one thing you don't do well? What is one thing that you need to do well that you don't do well so that your life will be full of blessings? What would be your personal tagline? Athletes, they go into street training. The first thing they do, they adjust their time. They watch their diet. It's given. They make sure they have enough sleep. And they work at it. That's the fourth thing they do. And they work at it. How do they work at it? They keep it simple, as they say, stupid. It's just simple. Every day they do the exact same routine. That's the way to success. They do the same thing over and over again and again and again. That is the way to success. Jesus saved lives again and again and again and again. Everything was about that. It's time to make your life simple. If you've been struggling, for example, with honesty, and that's probably why your life is not going well for you. So what honesty is not what I do well, so I'm going to forget about it, I'm going to do what I... No, 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 no. It's about saving lives. You tackle that. I am going to turn this thing around that I am from now on is going to be all about honesty. So you create your tagline. How about this? My name, it's your name. Tim Haas, John Smith. Something like living in wonderland of no lies. If that, if you can funnel all your life about that, if you want to live in a wonderland, beautiful Disneyland, like Wonderland, has no lies. Nobody talks lies. If you want to do that, you know what you need? You need to provide, follow all the laws and prophets. No lie means you have to love one another. If you don't love one another, how can you not lie? People who do not lie, they love. If you lie, you are not loving the person. There's no way. How can you not lie? How can you say you love the person and you continue to lie about it? This is a real problem. They create so much dissension among brothers. If your tardiness has been the cause of your reputation, it's a very common problem. In the workplaces, you wonder, why. Well, how come I didn't get promotion? Look at what you have not been doing Again and again and again. Always late to the meeting. Always late. First couple of times they forgive you. Then you get the label. That guy is always late. Not dependable. 
So if that's what it is, put your name, say, put your name and put your tagline, simplify it and say, Timas, John Kim, on time, every time. And do that well. If you love somebody, you will be on time every time. If you want to follow that's everything in here, you better be on time every time. If you want to be able to obey the things that's in the Bible, you better do it on time. Hey, why don't you uh, come to, uh, now that you got to this point, why don't you just come and let's do life together. Let's come to uh, some Bible studies. Okay, one of these days. There's no on time there. On time. You make a decision right there and then. Because you're simplifying your life so that you can, life will be all about, I'm going to be on time. I'm going to be there every time. Here's the message for today. Find your verb that causes you to do. Find it by asking. By praying. And keep it simple. Do it over and over and over again. And when you do over and over and over again, you may think that it's going to be boring. No, it does not become boring. It will become very natural to you. And it will become your signature. Your tagline. It will be your music of life. And yes, that's how you make music of the heart. That's how you make music for your life. By doing over and over and over again. And by keeping it simple. Psalm 57, 7 says, My heart is steadfast, O God. Steadfast means what? Keep doing things over, over, over again. My heart is steadfast, and I will sing and make music. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you.